everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode on My Master Health. Or if you're new here, welcome. My name is Sasha Grelba. I'm a registered respiratory therapist working in a level one trauma center in Vancouver, British Columbia. I received my undergrad in biopharmaceutical sciences at the University of Ottawa and my diploma in respiratory therapy at Thompson Rivers University. In today's episodes, we are going to talk about breathing techniques and exercises for asthma. If you would like more information on asthma, its signs and symptoms, causes, management, as well as how it's diagnosed, check out the podcast, What is Asthma on iMaster Health. Today, we will talk about breathing exercises that can be used for when you feel breathless, anxious, exercising, or if you need to calm your breathing before or during an asthma exacerbation. We will talk about these exercises, go over how to do them, and at the end, summarize what we learned here today. Before you start these techniques, discuss them with your healthcare provider or healthcare team if they are right for you. If you would like to start these breathing techniques but need further help, you can ask your doctor to recommend a specialist such as a respiratory therapist or physiotherapist who can teach you how to do these exercises properly and safely. You can also check out additional educational resources such as videos through the iMaster Health app. These breathing techniques can be challenging for some at first, so remember to take your time, pace yourself, and stop if you need to. Let's get started. What is asthma and why should I do breathing techniques and exercises? Asthma is a common chronic inflammatory disease that makes your lungs very sensitive and can make it harder to breathe. In your lungs, the passages where air flows, we call these airways, have mucous glands and muscles that encircle them. These mucous glands and muscles encircling your airways act differently when you have asthma or an asthma exacerbation. In asthma, your airways are very sensitive, especially to certain triggers. These triggers can cause your airways to become swollen, inflamed, filled with mucus, secreted by the mucous glands, and narrowed from the muscles tightening around the airways. When your airways narrow, there is limited space for air to enter and exit your lungs, and it becomes more difficult to breathe. This can lead to asthma symptoms or an asthma exacerbation known as an asthma attack. Asthma can't be cured, however, with proper treatment and management, you can control your asthma, reduce symptoms, and live an active, healthy life. Asthma symptoms can be different from person to person, and they can also change over time. A common symptom of asthma is shortness of breath or breathlessness. Some other symptoms also include wheezing, chest tightness, and coughing. You can be symptom-free when your asthma is well-controlled, keeping your asthma under control is key to living an active lifestyle. So why should I do these breathing exercises? Although you might follow your asthma treatment plan, take the correct medications, and be aware of your triggers, you still may get breathless or shorter breath at times. A way to manage the symptoms of asthma and prevent future flare-ups includes breathing exercises and techniques. So why should I do these breathing techniques and exercises? Although you might follow your asthma treatment plan, take the correct medications, and be aware of your triggers, you still may get breathless or shorter breath at times. A way to manage the symptoms of asthma and prevent future flare-ups includes breathing exercising and techniques, which we will learn about here today. Before we continue, to clarify, breathing techniques and breathing exercises are interchangeable. We will learn the technique and then use them to complete exercises. 
Breathing exercises can help us relieve breathlessness, calm our breathing, and alleviate symptoms associated with asthma. They can also help strengthen our breathing muscles, increase our lung capacity, how much air we can breathe in, and improve the overall health of our lungs. These exercises also help strengthen our main breathing muscles so that we don't use our breathing accessory muscles, which we will talk about later in the podcast. Let's talk about hyperventilation. Hyperventilation is a breathing pattern where you breathe too quickly. Breathing fast can make you feel anxious, breathless, and even dizzy, causing you to breathe even quicker. This is called the cycle of hyperventilation. In this cycle, a trigger can cause your airways to become very sensitive, leading to inflamed, swollen, and mucus-filled airways. This can make it harder for you to breathe and you start breathing very quickly. When you start breathing fast, hyperventilating, you may feel unwell, causing you to feel anxious, therefore breathing quicker, making your asthma symptoms, breathlessness, chest tightness, and coughing worse, leading to you breathing even quicker, trying to alleviate the breathlessness. This cycle can be very difficult to break out of. However, knowing techniques to control your breathing can help you break out of this cycle and even control your breathing before you enter the cycle. In today's episode, we'll talk about a few different breathing exercises that can help us decrease or even prevent hyperventilation, breathlessness, and help us control our breathing pattern. So let's get started with the breathing techniques and exercises. There are two main breathing techniques used to help get the air you need into your lungs without working too hard and entering the cycle of hyperventilation we just talked about. These two breathing techniques are actually the base of many other breathing exercises. So if you can walk away from this podcast and remember one thing, remember these two exercises. These two exercises are called pursed lip breathing and diaphragmatic or belly breathing. One thing to remember during these exercises is to relax. Sometimes doing these breathing exercises, we tense our shoulders, raise them up, and tense the other muscles we use when we breathe. Take a minute prior to these exercises, relax your face, your neck, and your shoulders. Make sure you are in a comfortable position. You can be seated with your back supported and straight, feet planted on the ground in front of you, or you can be laying down or even standing in tripod position, for example, standing or leaning over a chair or table for support. For more body positions that can help breathlessness, check out iMaster Health's other podcast episodes where we discuss body positions for shortness of breath. Let's go over purse-lip breathing. This breathing technique helps you relax, slow down your breathing, and focus on your breaths. This is a simple exercise that can be used whenever or wherever. I will explain how to do purse lip breathing in our podcast today. However, I know it can be difficult to listen and visualize these exercises. You can check out iMaster Health's educational videos on breathing techniques for visual instructions. To do purse lip breathing, first, make sure you are in a comfortable position. Breathe in through your nose like you were smelling something while keeping your mouth closed for two counts. Pucker your lips like you're going to blow out candles on a birthday cake or like you're blowing through a straw and breathe out through your mouth this time, not your nose, slowly for four counts. 
You want to breathe in for two counts and breathe out for four counts. Breathe in through your nose and breathe out through your mouth. Let's go over this again. Breathe in through your nose for two counts and breathe out through pursed lips like you're blowing through a straw slowly for four counts. And repeat this again. Breathe in for two counts and breathe out for four counts. Try to repeat this exercise for a few breaths. Remember to focus on your breaths. We want to calm and slow down our breathing. Repeat pursed lip breathing for four or five breaths or whatever is comfortable for you. It is good to get into a habit of doing pursed lip breathing a few times a day, every day. Eventually you'll find yourself doing pursed lip breathing naturally when you're breathless. The next breathing exercise is called diaphragmatic or belly breathing. What is your diaphragm? The diaphragm is a large dome-shaped muscle that lies in between your chest, where your lungs are, and your abdomen, your stomach. It is one of the most important muscles in breathing. When you need to take a breath in, your brain signals your diaphragm to move. Your diaphragm slowly starts moving, flattening from its dome shape and pulls your lungs expanding, allowing air to get into your lungs. When you breathe out, your diaphragm moves back into its dome shape, allowing you to breathe out and pushing the air out of your lungs. In asthma, the airways can be narrowed, inflamed, and filled with mucus, making it more difficult for air to be expelled of the lungs. This causes your lungs to be filled with more air than usual, pushing down on your diaphragm, flattening it, making it harder to take breaths in and out. As I mentioned earlier, the diaphragm is a muscle, and we can exercise our diaphragm to make it stronger. When we are doing diaphragmatic breathing, we want to avoid the use of extra muscles, or as they are called, accessory muscles. Accessory muscles are extra muscles that are supposed to help with the work of breathing, but not actually do all the work of breathing. These accessory muscles are located in your neck, shoulders, chest, and back. With asthma, if you're hyperventilating, the diaphragm is weak and isn't being used enough. You could start to use these extra accessory muscles and tire out very quickly, making you feel more short of breath. In diaphragmatic breathing, our goal is to focus on moving our diaphragm, our stomach region, instead of our chest when we breathe in. Okay, so how do we do diaphragmatic breathing? Start in a comfortable position. You can sit or lay down. Remember to have your shoulders and neck nice and relaxed. Place one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly, your stomach region. This is to ensure we feel our belly, our diaphragm region moving more than our chest and we know we're using our diaphragm and not our chest and our accessory muscles. So one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly. Breathe in through your nose and you should feel your belly expanding and moving outward. You want to fill your belly like a balloon. Next, blow out through pursed lips as we did in our pursed lip breathing exercise. It's okay to give a small push on your belly with your hand to feel and help push the air out of your lungs. Let's try this again. Place one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly. Take a breath in through your nose and fill your stomach like a balloon. 
Next, breathe out through pursed lips, slightly putting pressure on your belly. Repeat this for five to 10 minutes. A good way to practice belly diaphragmatic breathing is to sit in a chair and slightly lean back in the chair. Make sure you're comfortable. You can place both hands on your stomach and you can see better when your belly raises up. Or you can even place an object on your stomach to see it move. Make sure you see the object moving up. When you breathe, making sure we are using our stomach diaphragm region to breathe and not our chest. In this next part, we'll go over some other helpful breathing exercises. Another exercise we can do is nose or nasal breathing. In this exercise, we will only be breathing through our nose. Make sure you are in a comfortable position. First, breathe in through your nose. And next, breathe out through your nose. Pretty simple, right? Remember to keep your shoulders, neck, and face relaxed. Focus on slowing and calming your breaths, only using your nose. Our nose helps to humidify and heat the air we breathe in. As we talked about earlier, in asthma, we can have mucus-filled airways. If mucus dries, it is difficult to cough up and therefore can block off your airways, making it more difficult to breathe. By breathing through our noses, we can heat and humidify mucus, loosening it and make it easier to cough up. Another nose exercise is alternate nose breathing. This exercise involves breathing in through one nostril and then breathing out through the opposite nostril. Let's go over this together. Sit in a comfortable position. You can start with either nostril. Let's start by breathing in through our right nostril first. Block off your left nostril with your finger. You can block off the bottom of the nostril or press on the side of your nose. Take a slow breath in through your nose through the right nostril. Before breathing out, switch your fingers and block off your right nostril and breathe out through your left nostril. You want to be switching nostrils for your breath in and breath out. Let's try this again, starting with breathing in through our left nostril. So this time, block off your right nostril. Take a slow breath in through your left nostril. Then switch and block off your left nostril and breathe out through your right nostril. This one can get complicated, switching between left and right. So slow down and take your time focusing on your breaths. Next, we are going to talk about the Buteyko method. This is another type of breathing where we only use our nose. First, again, make sure you're in a comfortable position. Breathe normally for a few breaths only using your nose. When you are ready, on your last breath out, breathe all the way out through your nose and at the end, plug your nose. With your nose plugged, try and hold your breath for three counts. One, two, three. When you feel the urge to take a breath, take a big breath in back through your nose. Remember, we are only using our noses. Then again, go back to normal breaths. Once you're ready, you can repeat this again. Remember, only hold your breath for the time it feels comfortable for you. 
Do not push yourself to hold your breath longer than you're capable of or what feels comfortable for you. We want to strengthen our breathing muscles, but it is important to stay relaxed and focused on our breathing during this exercise. Let's go over the Buteco method once more. Breathe normally only through your nose. On your last breath out, plug your nose and try and hold your breath for three counts. One, two, three. When you feel the urge to take a breath in, take a big breath in back through your nose and then go back to normal breathing. Again, this method is called the Buteco breathing method. The last topic we will talk about today is yoga breathing. You have probably heard of the exercise yoga. Yoga breathing is completed while doing yoga. In yoga, you do deep breathing using your breathing muscles and calming your breathing while stretching, balancing, and moving your body. It is a great activity that involves both breathing and exercising while relaxing you. You can find many yoga classes in your community through online videos, or you can ask your healthcare team for more information on where you can find yoga classes and resources. A side note on exercise. Exercising can be more challenging when you have asthma, especially if you're worried it might trigger an asthma attack. Exercise is actually beneficial for your overall health and your asthma symptoms. Research has shown doing regular exercise can help improve your asthma symptoms and reduce breathlessness. Regular exercise also helps you maintain a healthy weight, reduce the risk of an asthma attack. As well, exercise releases chemicals in your brain called endorphins, which can raise your mood and help you feel better overall. We are now coming to the end of our podcast. We went through a lot of information and learned about multiple breathing exercises and techniques we can use. Let's do a recap of what we learned on today's episode. Asthma is a common chronic inflammatory disease that makes your lungs very sensitive and can make it harder to breathe. Certain triggers can cause your airways to become narrowed, inflamed, and filled with mucus. With proper treatment and management, you can control your asthma, reduce symptoms, and live an active and healthy lifestyle. Asthma symptoms include breathlessness, wheezing, chest tightness, and coughing. A way to manage the symptoms of asthma and prevent future flare-ups includes breathing exercises and techniques, such as the ones we learned about today. Breathing exercise can help us relieve breathlessness, calm our breathing, help and prevent hyperventilation, and reduce other asthma symptoms. Breathing exercises can also help strengthen our breathing muscles, increase our lung capacity, how much air we can breathe in, and improve the overall health of our lungs. These breathing exercises also help strengthen our main breathing muscles so that we don't use our accessory breathing muscles. First, we talked about pursed lip breathing. In pursed lip breathing, we breathe in through our nose for two counts, and out through pursed lips, like blowing on a straw, slowly for four counts. We want our breath out to be twice as long as our breath in. The second exercise we talked about was diaphragmatic or belly breathing. 
This exercise helps strengthen our diaphragm muscle and use less of our accessory muscles, helping us relieve breathlessness. Placing one hand on our chest and one hand on our stomach, we want to breathe in through our nose, moving and feeling our stomach expanding, and then breathe out through pursed lips. Then we talked about nasal or nose breathing. These were exercises where we only used our noses to breathe. The first exercise was simple nose breathing. Sitting or standing in a comfortable position, we practiced breathing in and out of our nose, nice and slow and controlled. The next exercise we talked about was alternate nose breathing. In alternate nose breathing, we breathed in through one nostril while blocking off the opposite nostril and then breathing out the other nostril. Next, we learned about the buteco method, another exercise focused on nose breathing. In the buteco method, we start by breathing normally. Remember, only through our nose. When you're ready, on the last breath out, plug your nose and try and hold your breath for three counts or what is comfortable for you. When you feel the urge to take a breath, breathe in through your nose and then go back to normal breathing, again, only through your nose. At the end, we also talked about the benefits of exercising and how exercise can improve your overall lung health while reducing your asthma symptoms. To wrap up today's episode, if you're feeling breathless, anxious, exercising, doing daily activities, or feel your asthma symptoms starting, remember to take a moment and try out these exercises. It's best to practice these exercises daily, even if you don't feel short of breath. Our breathing muscles need to be exercised regularly and frequently. The more you practice, the better you'll be able to calm your breathing, relax and reduce or even prevent your asthma symptoms. At first, these breathing techniques might be challenging, so start slow and do what you can. Over time, you will strengthen your breathing muscles and feel less breathless, giving you the ability to complete daily tasks, exercise, and take control of your health and your life. This concludes another episode on iMaster Health. Feel free to check out other educational resources available through iMaster Health, including podcasts, videos, and more. Again, my name is Sasha Grilva, and thanks for tuning in, and take care. Thank you.